Welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. This is part six of the seven-part series, Hearing the Voice of Yeshua. In John 10, 27, our shepherd Yeshua said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Part six is titled, Fasting Opens the Door to Revelation and Reward. In the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, Yeshua used a common phrase three times. He said, when you, and he gave instructions. He said, when you do charitable deeds, not if you do, when you do charitable deeds, do not let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And he goes on to explain, don't blow a trumpet ahead of you. Don't let people know that you're giving alms or uh, giving a gift or doing a good deed for someone. But he did say, when you do charitable deeds, it's expected of followers of Yeshua. Next, Yeshua said, when you pray, and he gave instructions on prayer. In fact, this is where he gives us the Lord's Prayer and other instructions on prayer. Not if you pray, it says when you pray. Giving is expected of a disciple, and prayer is expected of a disciple. Then in Matthew 6, Yeshua said, when you fast. And then he gives instructions on fasting. And I don't want to dwell too long on this point, but again, it's not if you fast. He said, when you fast. These are the three main expectations of those who follow Yeshua, those who deny their own lives, lay down their own lives to follow the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And it's taught in the scriptures, and I found this to be true in my own life, that fasting does open the door to revelation and reward. If you want to hear the voice of your shepherd, Yeshua, there are keys, and one of the keys is to deny yourself. Another one of the keys is to build your faith, as I've talked about in other uh, parts of this seven-part series. So today, let's look at the, the key of fasting to receive revelation in hearing the voice of our shepherd. In the book of Daniel, chapter 9, we see the prophet of Elohim fasting. And his purpose in fasting was to understand the things which were to come, to receive a message and to understand the message from Jehovah. Daniel 10, verse 1. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, whose name was called Belteshazzar. The message was true, but the appointed time was long, and he understood the message and had understanding of the vision. So he's explaining to us that he had a message and a vision, and he had understanding of the message. Now, from verse 2 on, he's explaining to us how it came about that he received this message. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant food or desirable food. I ate no meat or wine. Nothing of this kind came into my mouth. Nor did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And people sometimes call this a Daniel fast. Again, it's no pleasant food, no meat or wine. And so we see he's drinking water and he's eating fruits and vegetables. Verse 4. Now on the 24th day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, that is the Tigris, I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose waist was girded with gold of Uphaz. 
His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like torches of fire, his arms and feet like burnished bronze in color, and the sound of his words like the voice of a multitude. So Daniel fasted, mourned, and prayed for three full weeks, 21 days. And then this angel was sent to him. And he saw this, this awesome appearance of the angel. Verse 7, And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Now don't miss this. Daniel alone saw the vision, because Daniel alone was fasting. Therefore, verse 8, I was left alone when I saw this great vision, and no strength remained in me, for my vigor was turned to frailty in me, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard the sound of his words, and while I heard the sound of his words, I was in a deep sleep on my face, with my face to the ground. Verse 10 of Daniel 10. Suddenly a hand touched me, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak to you, and stand upright, for I have now been sent to you. And you can read the rest of Daniel 10 for the, the vision that he saw, the message that he received and the understanding that he gained. Now, the point is this, is Daniel was fasting to receive a word from Father and to understand the message. He was wanting to know what was going to happen in the future. Daniel did not give up. He was in a state of mourning. He was in a state of fasting and prayer because he was seeking to know and to understand the spiritual things, not just the earthly things. So the point here is this, fasting, puts down our flesh. Fasting puts down our flesh so we can get into the Spirit. That relates to this word from Zechariah 4.6. Jehovah says this in Zechariah 4.6, It's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts, or Jehovah Sebaoth. We must get into the Spirit to receive word from heaven. In fact, John in Revelation 1 says this, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I saw visions of heaven. So the Apostle John, thousands of years later, in the book of Revelation, he himself is saying, when he got in the Spirit, he saw the heavens opened, and he received the messages that he recorded in the book of Revelation. So I exhort you to consider fasting as you seek to receive a word from our shepherd, Yeshua. Now another key, uh, two more key scriptures in understanding the importance of fasting are these. Psalm 35, 13 says, I humbled myself by fasting. I humbled myself by fasting. And then in 1 Peter 5, 5 it says, Elohim gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. Now think about this for a moment. Our Father in heaven, our shepherd Yeshua, opposes proud men and women. In fact, it says later on that uh, Elohim stands afar off, at, actually earlier, <laughs> earlier in the Old Testament. Yehovah stands afar off to the man who is proud. And I'd also encourage you with regard to 1 Peter 5, 5 to read Isaiah 57, 15 to 21. It's almost like 
Peter is referring back to Isaiah 57 when he says to us, Elohim opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. It's very clear here. Psalm 35, I humbled myself by fasting, and Father gives grace to the humble. If we want to receive grace from heaven, if we want to receive word and gifts and strength from heaven, it requires that we humble ourselves. Otherwise, if we're walking in pride, God himself is opposed to us. He's resisting us. He's standing against us. And he's standing against our pride. Because pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. The biggest enemy of faith is not the devil. He is an enemy of faith, but he's not the biggest enemy of faith. The biggest enemy of our faith is pride. When we walk in pride, our own father opposes us. He stays at a distance. And he does not release his grace until we do humble ourselves. Back in 1998, I was pursuing Yeshua to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was a believer. I was a disciple. I was following Yeshua. But I had been around people who were manifesting the gifts of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit was obvious in their lives. And I realized they had something that I didn't have. And I began to study the scriptures, especially where John the Baptist had said that Yeshua would come and baptize us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. I saw the power of the Holy Spirit. I saw the love of the Holy Spirit active in others that wasn't active in me. Those people understood the scriptures, and I couldn't understand the scriptures the way they did. There was something missing. So I began to fast once a week and pray and study, and I asked some of these people to pray for me as well. Well, in November of that year, I had the opportunity to travel to Smithton, Missouri to a revival. I went with several other men and we stayed in a motel in Sedalia, Missouri, because there are no motels in Smithton, Missouri. And I decided that when I left Michigan, and it took us two days to travel there, and then we were there one day, I decided that I was not going to eat until I had received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I knew these scriptures that I've been sharing with you. And I knew that I wanted to receive this grace from Yeshua. So I did not eat. And it took us two days to get there. Then we spent a day there and we went to one of the evening meetings. And I hadn't eaten anything. And I was still pursuing and seeking and asking. And I want to tell you, this is not easy. This is not easy to deny our flesh. After the meeting on that Friday night in Smithton, Missouri, a bunch of us went out to a restaurant. And there was a pizza buffet, and everybody else in the group was getting the pizza buffet, and I had a glass of water in front of me. But I was determined to fast until I'd received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The next day was a Saturday, and I remember that uh, several of the men in our group uh, invited me to come into one of the rooms for a prayer, for a time of prayer. The meetings at the revival weren't till the evening, and they wanted to pray that afternoon. And I remember specifically that it was the Michigan-Ohio State football game in November. And now I grew up a big Michigan football fan, and this is the biggest game of the year. And normally I would be sitting in front of that television watching that. But my desire for Yeshua and his spirit and his power was so great 
that again I denied myself. This time it wasn't food. This was this time it was entertainment and an important football game. Well, that night, at that afternoon in that hotel room, as those men prayed for me, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and I began to manifest the gifts of the Spirit. Now, I'm not saying this to exalt myself. I'm saying this to let you know that this works. It's not easy. It requires that we deny ourselves food and other things to spend time in prayer, to spend time seeking the Father, to spend time listening. When I deny myself and what I want in order to seek Yeshua, He rewards that choice. I want you to remember what it says in Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, it is impossible to please Elohim, for Elohim rewards those who diligently seek Him. Denying our flesh lets Yeshua know that we're serious, it builds our faith, and it enables us to seek Him with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. Now let me share this scripture with you from 1 Corinthians. This entire series is about hearing the voice of Yeshua. It's about receiving revelation from heaven. It says this in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which Elohim has prepared for those who love him. But Elohim has revealed these things to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of Elohim except the spirit of Elohim. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from Elohim, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by Elohim. The spirit of Elohim reveals things to us, even the deep things of Elohim. Yes, we can know the scriptures on a surface level. We can know our Father and our Shepherd and our Savior on a sur surface level. Fasting opens the door to knowing our Shepherd and to hearing His voice on a deeper level. He promises to reveal these things to us by His Spirit. Now, I've been called as a pastor, but I've also been called to the ministry of prayer walking. And three different times, I've walked across, across Michigan's Upper Peninsula. This is 400 miles. It takes a month. I walk between 16 and 20 miles a day. Uh, two of these trips, I've had uh, someone walking with me. And... It is each of these three prayer walks that I've done that took a month. I have fasted on Mondays. I will I will drink a shake. I will drink milk. I will drink a smoothie, but I do not eat anything on Mondays. Now think about that. Walking 16 to 20 miles on a day where you eat no food. That means I'm walking by the Spirit. And by the end of the day, I'm not tired. I'm, I have the same strength and the same motivation at the end, of the end of the day as I have at the beginning of the day. 
And typically, on these Mondays, I will receive revelation from Yeshua. In 2019, in April and May, my friend Frank and I walked across Michigan's Upper Peninsula from Drummond Island to Ironwood. And on one of those Mondays, in the morning, maybe two to three hours from when we began, we both saw a spirit of infirmity, infirmity and affliction. We saw this spirit through the scriptures, with the spirit, with the blood of Yeshua and the name of Yeshua. We dealt with this spirit and we cast it out. Later that day, I saw a gathering of angels. It was probably between six and eight miles down the road from where we had dealt with that spirit, but I saw a gathering of angels. By dealing with that evil spirit, Yeshua used Frank and I to open a door for angels to be released from heaven. These were angels who had been assigned to come to earth but had been blocked by that evil spirit. Now if you want to if you want to have a scriptural reference about that, go back to Daniel 10 because in that scripture the there was an evil spirit resisting the angel of God who was sent to give Daniel a message and Daniel's prayer and fasting enabled that angel to break through. Now again, I'm not telling you this to exalt myself. I'm telling you this that because there's a grace from Yeshua that enables us to go into spiritual warfare and enable angels to come through and do what they're assigned to do on planet Earth. I'm exalting Yeshua. I'm exalting his spirit. I'm exalting his power as I give you these testimonies. And I'm giving you these testimonies to let you know that this works. Through prayer and fasting and diligently seeking Yeshua, we hear his voice and we're used to break through and win victories in the kingdom on planet earth. There's one other scripture that I would like to give you. I'm not going to read it to you, but if you want to search further on this idea of fasting with regard to victory and breakthrough, read Judges chapter 20, the 20th chapter of the book of Judges. In this case, Israel was at war and being consistently defeated by their enemy until they spent a day fasting and worshiping. Read that in Judges 20. It's, it's dramatic and it's awesome. They had been praying, they had been worshiping, and they were still being defeated day by day until the day that they fasted with their prayer and worship. And the day after that, the word of Father came and the victory came over their enemies. Let me point you to our Savior and our Lord Yeshua here as well. We see in Matthew 4 that Yeshua went into the wilderness in the power of the Holy Spirit and he fasted for 40 days. It was there that he was tempted by the devil. Now we have three temptations recorded but we understand from the context that there, there was much testing and much temptation in those 40 days. The devil was attempting to trip up Yeshua, to divert him from his purpose, and to get him to sin 
and then he could no longer be the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We see Yeshua fasting, denying the flesh, and using the scriptures to resist this temptation, these temptations. Yeshua himself gave us the example of fasting unto victory, fasting unto revelation, fasting unto grace, fasting unto reward. Now let me just close this by reading to you from Acts chapter 13. This, this starts uh, with Moses fasting. And we see David fasting in uh, Psalm 35. We see Daniel fasting. We see others of the prophets fasting. We see John the Baptist fasting. And then we see Yeshua fasting for grace and reward. And when Yeshua left the earth, he sent his spirit back and the Spirit filled the disciples. And we see here in Acts 13, the disciples, the apostles, now continuing the fasting. Acts 13, verse 1. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, Lucius, Menaean, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said. Now, this is what I'm referring you to in Judges 20. They're worshiping, ministering to the Lord, and fasting. The Holy Spirit said, Separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them out. Paul who was before this Saul of Tarsus, who became the Apostle Paul, and Barnabas, this very meeting was where they were called out to be apostles to the Gentiles. They were called out to be the apostles to the known world at that time. Later in Acts, it says that Paul, through his ministry and his word and his preaching of the gospel, turned the world upside down. In Romans, and he's writing to the Romans, he says that he was given grace and apostleship to every nation. And 2,000 years later, we are reading the letters of Paul, and people are still being brought to faith in Yeshua through reading this word. This is a powerful call, and it came out of a meeting where the men of God were fasting and ministering to the Lord and praying, seeking for just exactly what they received, revelation, direction, a word about the purpose, a word about their identity. Read Acts 13. Read the book of Acts, as I've encouraged you to do in other, se in other sessions. Let these words build your faith. Let them convince you of the power of fasting. Let them convince you that through fasting and worship, you can, you can have a revelation of the deeper things of Yeshua. Now receive this blessing. Jehovah bless you and keep you. Jehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Jehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom.